What are we talking about today on the Friday Pack with Stocking Stout? Billings, uh, number three, place for puns and burps. And metaphors. And metaphors. And uh, recorded commentary on clips of city council meetings. Mm. <laughs> Tasty. Mm, delicious. Scrumptious. Uh, there's, what did we miss? Ten meetings in the space of like a month and a half? <laughs> well, if you count the council work retreat. Oh. Uh, we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven. Yeah. So our first eight hour long podcast. Welcome. You're going to, yeah, you're really going to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. A thorough rundown of every single agenda item in a month and a half of city council meetings. Yep. Bills were approved. Votes were taken. Yep. Adjournments were taken. <laughs> Moved. Moved. And, uh, yeah, the... We, uh, we're not we're not a zone change heavy episode this week as our listeners might I'm sorry. appreciate. Yeah. I'm sorry, did we not can, drill down into those. We'll bring some. We'll bring that back. I hope so in the future. Uh, <laughs> you want to hear some completely unintelligible stuff about taking guns into city hall? Do I? And leave none the wiser. That'll kind of do. This is your episode, man. Good. Uh, just get excited and stay excited for that. Mm-hmm. We'll get right into that. Uh, Montana Rescue Mission uh, didn't get what they wanted because they didn't give what we wanted. Sure. And by we, I mean the city of Billings. Typical city. Yep. Sounds like us, doesn't it? <laughs> yep. We won our lawsuit against each other ourselves. Congratulations, us. Yep. Good job, Stocky. You beat yourself in court. Sure. Paid Matthew Monfortin's mortgage for about three years. That'll be nice. It really yeah, will. I bet. I bet it will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good God. Yeah, the only person who benefits from that is the lawyer. Mm. And uh, yeah, because the city's lawyer wasn't paid any extra for it, that's for sure. <laughs> Just pro bono at this point. Yeah, absolutely. Free. Gratis. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's going to be it. And then next... Next episode, we're just going to talk about how Pride Week is the worst thing that's ever happened to any town. This and, is true. And it's all going to, I don't, I, well, shit, even if if the world even exists this time. It doesn't anymore. Next month, we're not going to be able to, we won't be here. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. The groomers have destroyed the world. And that it's is bound not, to happen. That is a sarcastic statement and is not the stance of the Friday packet was talking and stout. Fair enough. Yeah. It's uh ooh, it's Sunday June June. Is it June? Yeah, it's yeah. June fourth. June four. Eleven sixteen in the AM here on the bright side of the tracks. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Malinois has calmed down, which is nice. Was he was he being ape shit before yeah. I got here? New addition to the old shop here. Yeah. He likes to bite holes in Shirts, so I oh yeah, keep extra shirts down here now. That's a good idea. Yeah, you should just get him his own. But now he's sleeping. Yes, he is. So that's good. He's uh, goodbye. <laughs> Anyways, this is the uh, Friday Pack with Stocking Stout. Sure is. Uh, Billings Premier uh, Stiegel Radler Consumption uh, Location in Field. Billings. Yes. Um, just FYI, out there, um, if anybody's looking for some wood. You go to reddit.com and go to the Billings subreddit and uh, go check out some wood. Yeah, free wood, guys. But, spoiler alert, there's no picture of the wood, so I you know. just have to assume it's some sort of log-shaped, uh, you know, soft, hardwood. I don't know. It's going to be wood. yeah. It's, it's big, it's heavy, it's wood. <laughs> you know, as they used to say on the TVs. They did, and they should say it again. And by God, do we have shit to catch up on here, Stout. Mm-hmm. Um I believe six months since we recorded. <laughs> uh, dating back all the way to uh, the work retreat on, no joke, not April Fool's Day. That's the best time to have a meeting. It's yeah. on April Fool's Day. Um, council work retreat uh, put on by I, the Kaleidoscope Group. Um, I printed it out thinking I was going to go through it. Uh, it. It basically just has the, uh, you know... Um, schedule on there. Didn't really have anything else. Yeah. But council members made, uh, you know, presentations about council goals and what they wanted to see happen public safety-wise, what they see as pressing issues. Uh, So that happened. Mm -hmm. We're not going to spend a lot of time on it because we've got a lot to to catch up on. Like I said, we 
dating all the way back to April. So we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. That's fine. Ten meetings. <laughs> That's all we missed. One, and, you're, and you're asking yourself, well, how in the hell? You can't even fit ten regular city council meetings in the time that you guys were gone. It's a very astute observation, but uh, we are in the middle of budget season here in the city of Billings because every year the city of Billings or the city council likes to spend copious amounts of hours on each department's budget. Every so, single year. Yep. So they'll do special sessions after, uh, you know, the Monday meeting. So this year they had one on uh, five nine and five sixteen. So mm-hmm. um, and five one, I believe too. Maybe no. I know that's when your downtown did their presentation mm-hmm. on five one. Very exciting. Yep. Uh, a lot more swearing than I was prepared for, but well, I thought it was called for, really. We like to make an impression. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's exciting. Uh, let's start. Uh, I don't know if guns were on this one. That's the first clip, obviously. Obviously, we're going to talk about guns, but first, really, to the pressing issue, and that is uh, Bud Light and their sponsorship of Dylan Mulvaney. Obviously, a very important and uh, prescient thing to discuss here Absolutely. on the podcast, right. obviously about selling billing city politics. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> my name's Stocky, by the way, across the way, that's stout. Hi. Hence the name, the Friday pack with Stocky and stout. Yeah. With, with Stocky and stout. Yeah, there you absolutely. go. Um, but yeah, I mean, what was Bud Light thinking? Oh, oh my goodness. Oh. Hot take. It's amazing how quickly they went out of business. I know. Anyway, uh, <laughs> On April 10th, 2023, mm. um, I jotted down, uh, oh, that was on the 17th work session. No. So I'm going to be all over the place. That's all Jumping right. all over the place. Um, Fired up, dog. This was a regular meeting. Let's see, one of the ones on there that kind of was a little bit uh, interesting, I think I circled it. It was, Yeah. This was the gun one. But uh, up at the the dump, not this dump, but the other dump, um, they're putting in uh, a compost trommel screen, which if you are paying attention to how you compost, you know, yard waste and shit like that, they are positioning themselves to uh, be a, you know, a revenue generating uh, department in the city, Mm -hmm. which would be nice. That'd be cool. You know, take all your long clippings, compost it and sell it back to you. Yeah. Seems like a good idea. Fine with me. Mm-hmm. That's moving forward. But obviously, we need to talk about guns. Obviously. Yeah. And who better to explain to you uh, what the state and what the city is trying to do than uh, Councilmember Roy Neese mm-hmm. from War Two out in Billings Heights-ish area. Finger on the pulse, Neese. He does. And he has a lot to say. And... Uh, I will give a package of trail mix to anybody who can kind of explain to me what he says in a executive summary kind of way. Okay. You so, heard it. Trail mix is on the line, guys. Trail mix is on the line. With raisins, maybe. Yeah. Even if you're not a patron. Mm. Maybe even M&M's. My <laughs> brain, brand name, M&M's. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Mayor. I, I'd like to read a couple of things that I think that when we look at making an ordinance that the state tells us that we, we've got to change our ordinance, we should look at what they're telling us to do. And, and initially, um, in. it, it was a nice thing. They actually put their intent in the ordinance. So let me read the intent. The legislative intent is the intent of the legislator is to reduce or remove provisions of the law that limit or prohibit the ability of citizens to defend themselves or restrict with prior restraint the right to keep or bear arms that the people have reserved in themselves in the Montana Constitution and to further establish that the right to defense of a person's life, liberty, or property is a fundamental right. And so that's the first making sure that when we look at these ordinances, creating these ordinances, we are looking at their intent to make sure we're meeting that intent. Whether we agree with that intent or not, that's the intent of the legislature that we have to to look towards meeting. And the second is their policy. Interestingly, that you don't see this in MCA very often, but here's the policy. Um, it's a policy of the state of the citizens. Um, I'm sorry. 
It is a policy of the state that the citizens of the state should be aware of, of, understand, and comply with any restrictions on the right to keep and bear arms that the people have reserved to themselves in Article 2, Section 12 of the Montana Constitution, and that to minimize confusion, the legislator withholds from local governments the power to restrict or to regulate the possession of firearms. And so the first thing I would say is, with the intent and the policy is, they explicitly have told us that the local governments cannot regulate that. And so unless the government says we can do it, I know it's, I know it's not explicitly, there's a section in the MCA, I'm sorry, Gina can probably tell me what the code number is. There's a section in the MCA for self-governing, under self-governing citizens, they list all the things that are not allowed to do. Unfortunately, this is not listed in, in there, it's listed in this other policy of what, what is restricted. So as a self-government agency, we, nice. don't, we cannot regulate that. We have to do what the state says. And so the first and simple, uh, simplest, the easiest of those, and Gina has already said she doesn't, doesn't have a problem with that, is that, is that one section of changing it from use by to in use. That's, I don't think there's an issue with changing that, and that would, that would solve that, that issue. I also don't see a uh, problem with a lot of the, uh, much of the restrictions on, on the unpermitted carry. That's one of the good things that the state legislators did is, is, is differentiate between permitted and unpermitted uh, carry. Uh, the permitted carry so people anyway. have a lot of training. They typically go through additional training and they, and they understand what the laws are. Unpermitted is not so the same. Like a and so I would, I would say when it comes to the permitted, we are, these are law-abiding citizens that would they, the legislators intent and explicitly tells us that we can't regulate them. And so I'd be very cautious of making any ordinance that would indicate and try to regulate those, the, those people who are permitted. And then when it comes to um, the difference between unpermitted and open carry, the, the state legislator also made a differentiation between that. They do allow some limitations on that, but typically only an owned, uh, owned property by the by the uh, by this, the uh, city or the jurisdiction, <laughs> and so in those cases there is some limitations that they allow. But I think what we did is, and and I don't I don't uh, dispute those. But there's a difference between own property and leased and used property because oh the law doesn't <laughs> say that we can restrict open carry in rented or leased property, and so. Um, it does say that in section, I don't know if Tina mentioned it, section 10, uh, 3, uh, 11, 4, uh, 0.5. But that's the state legislators dealing mainly with private property uh, and lease uh, renters and tenants of who happen to be in a home so they can, uh, even though the, the landlord may say, no, we don't want you to have firearms, the, land, the uh, renter can actually have a firearm in their home to protect themselves. And so I, I think we're... We're going across, crossing across the lines from a government entity using the private entity law to justify what this ordinance was trying to do to add different sections. So um, I think what we need to do is um, make a differentiation between uh, per, unpermitted carry and uh, open carry. We've already made the differentiation between permitted carry uh, and unpermitted carry. Um, and but I think we've lumped together open carry and unpermitted carry in the same same basket, and we that actually is two separate things. And so that, this ordinance needs to be modified to to uh, differentiate that difference. Um, the uh, keep going. More, more. Make go on to the uh, so we can go. I mean, I can go on about this, but I mean, here's my recommendation. Is okay. um, my recommendation is to table this, oh bring it back within 30 days, yeah. and allow either the operations table committee um, and or uh, just a, a group of council members to uh, meet with Gina and and iron out some of these and bring it back. We heard from public testimony that there's not there's not clarity on it, and as I read through this, um, I, I agree there's not a lot of clarity. Yeah. I will say one more thing as far as um, when I we when agree. we talk about. The section where it um, uh -huh. it limited in the buildings, but what they did is they added they added to the definition of facilities, and this is where 
section, um, the definition of buildings talks about structures related to facilities. And so Gina's interpretation um, is that facilities include public walkways and sidewalks and and parking lots and, and garages and things like that. Whereas, is um, you know, I don't think a, when you're talking about the building, they're probably talking about facilities, the bathrooms, the the hallways, the you know other facilities within that building, that the confines of that building, and so what happens is we've now extended or expanded the definition from what the state has given us to include um, uh, buildings um, that if used for a limited period of times, and I'll get to that in a minute, but grounds immediately adjacent to the buildings, and so suddenly all the grounds that are around it um, are now becoming uh, areas where if you are in that area, you could be subject to fine or confiscation or arrest or something like that. Uh, pathways leading like to that. entrances. Again, I spoke briefly about that. I don't believe there's anything in the MCA that it would include pathways. When it comes to the uh, limited periods, uh, it was also expanded to say that if the facility is used at any time, it's considered continuous use. And so we have regularly monthly meetings in different buildings and different locations that's used by government facilities. And suddenly that private building, that private, that, that, that whole building now is subject to this ordinance. And I think that's overreaching from that. So I think, and even Gina would say that, well, that's not meant to be if it's a once a month meeting, but that's not what the ordinance states. The ordinance states if it's, it's continuous use, if they're meeting there. And so I think, and that's the reason um, I think we need to uh, table this. And I'm sorry, I spoke to my motion. I haven't had a second yet, so I'll wait for a second. So all that to wait for a second. Was that a motion? Yep. <laughs> the motion was trying to read verbatim of the very vague and confusing language of the legislation brought down from said legislator. I still don't know what's going on. Well, so if any of our listeners are both... Or, okay, not both, are a combination of veteran and handgun instructor and uh, Montana State Legislature uh, reporters. <laughs> Maybe they could please email us with what the hell he's talking about and yeah. you know exactly who the hell you are. And this is a while ago. I don't know. This was a second reading. I believe they voted on this. I believe they passed it. Yeah, and Danny... But and I'm not exactly under, really understanding... Yeah. What, what specifically was passed. Yeah, so please... Vaguely, I think that you can have, if you're a permitted carry, you can get bring it into whatever. Yeah. But the city still has the... I don't know. I'm just here. It's just... I just checked out. I started thinking about some other things. But Montana doesn't require a permit for yeah, concealed carry, carry state, either, right? so... Well, it's I think it's a, a non-permitted concealed carry state, too. Oh. Open carry is still perfectly legal, and I think Montana says that you can conceal carry without a permit now. Okay. So where does that leave us? And if you have spent the last couple of months in Helena for your work, watching what the legislature was doing, mm -hmm. maybe you could please email us and tell us what the <laughs> hell he's talking about. I, I probably think it's probably a good deal that not a lot of people bring guns to city council, but that's my purview and preference. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Mine, too. And I don't really understand. I mean, the cop's there just sort of sitting on his phone playing, you know. Yeah. Um, Candy Crush. Yeah. Clash of Clans or whatever the hell it is. Yeah. They kind of. I don't know. Let's maybe sour the mood in a council meeting mm -hmm. a little bit if, you know, everybody was packing, basically. The <laughs> big iron on his hip. <laughs> yeah. West, West what, Dunn rolls in with guns next time. I mean, doesn't really, I don't know, exude a lot of happy thoughts. No, no. And this is coming from a couple of idiots. Yeah. Yeah, weird gun owners. Yeah. Okay. Well. Thanks so, for clearing that up, Roy. Yep, so Roy had that for us. Uh, what else is on the 10th? Mm. I said the screeder at the uh, landfill, of course. Yeah. That's just so exciting. Um, <coughs> Roll-off service. Oh, man, they were talking about dump fees. Man. Imagine that. I could. You could You could literally feel 
the uh, vibrations coming from the heights from the Ewalt residence. The ghost of Frank Ewalt yeah, was in the room they, there. He was very Even though he's not dead. So, yeah, the city of Powell does not come up here with their the trash anymore. They said it's too expensive. So a little they, less trash coming in the landfill now. So Where do they dump it now? Uh, I think in the... Um, just in the borrow pit down by Philip 66. That sounds right. Yeah, it looks like it. Mm-hmm. I think they're just dumping it into the river. Why not? I mean, yeah. no riprap is riprap. That's right. Uh, I got another HIDA award, which is the uh, high-intensity drug traffic area. It seems to be a, a grant that we win on a consistent basis all the time, forever, in perpetuity. <laughs> Good for us, man. <laughs> I mean. That's awesome. Seems like we're really solving the problem there, mm-hmm. huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, but we are kind of uh, a crossroads for all that, so I understand the need for the funding. Yeah. Since I-90 coming up, you know, from Denver and kind of tease right there at Billings so you can go either east or west. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a main thoroughfare. It sure so is. They got that money coming in so they can dedicate uh, time and resources to said project. Mm-hmm. Um, also, in the past few uh, 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 meetings, there has also been uh, the statement of the franchise fee lawsuit. Um, oh, that yeah. is the one where we sued ourselves and won. We won. Yep. <laughs> so you got a postcard, probably, which was wrong immediately, yeah. saying that you weren't a part of the civil suit. Got the and then you got the correction, correction postcard, and then you got an email explaining the error. And now you are um, in line to maybe get some credits on your water bill, or you can opt out of it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Mr. Olvisfad was there uh, banging on his drum. Nice to see him and his mustache again at city council oh, meetings. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, but congratulations to the city of Billings for suing ourselves and, li- and winning and losing at yeah. the same time. It's amazing, isn't it? It really was. It's almost like it's a fucking zero-sum game, huh? What? No. Weird. Anyway. Gotta stand on principle at mm-hmm. some point. I've, I've heard from a wiser man, if, you don't, if you're not going to stand for something, you're going to fall for anything. Fall for anything. <laughs> Breaking news. Breaking news. Zimmerman Trail is closed. Oh, my God. Yesterday. Not, it's kind of breaking. What happened? Uh, just rocks. Yeah, rocks and mud and... Shocker. Yep, I know. It's insane. Could you can you believe it? Can you I, even I, fucking believe it? No. Nope. We got like what ten inches of rain in the past few weeks. How much did we get? In certain areas I saw five inches of rain. Wow. Yeah. It's a lot of rain. It is a lot of rain, dude. It was like there was it was deep. Downtown. Yeah. Old Shiloh Crossing was having some problems. <laughs> it's almost like they engineered it wrong. Yeah. Weird, right? <laughs> I mean, just hurry up and do it wrong, because this sure. shit will never happen, right? I mean, no problem. they could have filled up the reservoir pretty quick. They didn't even need to get the, you know, big, beautiful Washington Apples Canal to fill it up. I mean, we just diverted all the water into there. Absolutely right. So get out of here, JTL, or Knife <laughs> River, or whatever you're called now. <laughs> Whoever it is, yeah. Oh, what else was on the 24th <sighs> year? Oh, the community okay. center hail repairs were approved unanimously. Excellent. So Finishing Touch Exteriors Incorporated will be doing that. Ooh. Uh, oh, boy. This on the 24th, let's see, uh, approving property tax abatement for Rimrock uh, LLC. So a Kia dealership got some property tax abatement because they deserve it. Yeah. That's why. Good. Yeah. So they're, um, I believe they're focusing on Kias more. Volkswagen's kind of going to the back burner. Guy said he's sit- they don't sell a lot of Volkswagens here in town. Yeah. I think it's like 16 in a year. That's the number stuck in my head. That sounds like uh, more of a problem with salesman than product could be i mean they also did you know treat emissions standards on their tdi way back <laughs> yeah. when I remember that <laughs> one kind of shit themselves yeah. there but, but whatever. they're still a company and yeah can exist in the world and huge huge seller everywhere else in the world, uh, what else before we get to that gold meadow subdivision uh haven court or haven properties haven is it haven court they're gobbling up mobile home parks they want to build a giant uh, mobile home park on the other side of it's not Olympic Village, but hmm. on to the east of there's a alfalfa field that's been there for generation uh, behind the movie theater out there at Shiloh Crossing. So there's a big oh yeah what is that one called that trailer park? It was in the news not too long ago because none of their fire hydrants was filled up. 
<laughs> and then they try to put out a fire, and they're like, there's no water in the fire hydrants. This is like, well, it's a private development, so you can't build that. But they're building a new one right next to it, and uh, Haven Court, I believe they're called, are not the greatest company in the world. Just ask the people out at uh, Metal Arc, I think it is, out by the dump. Uh, yeah, used to be Blaine's. Yeah. Yeah. That they own that one now? Yeah. So this is, I haven't, I hadn't heard of this. Yeah, it's that absolutely enormous one on King. I've done some work in there. I mean, have, it's have a nice it? little community. People, yeah, you know, I've been in there. They, you know, if you own the trailer, not the land, but they're jacking up, you know, rent on people who are already kind of squeaking by. Mm-hmm. So that's causing all sorts of consternation. Understandably so. You know, venture capital coming in and yeah, doing horrible things. <laughs> yeah. Like it normally does. Odd. Odd indeed. Uh, let's go to a agreement with the Montana Rescue Mission for sheltering service data. Can we? Um, I think that's the next one. Can we please? I think we... What do we talk about? Uh, excuse me. You're very much um, excused. So we sir. have a practice of uh, oh no that's the rate study no we won't go to that one first we'll go to the uh this is uh jennifer duray uh describing the rate process on well i'll just let her talk about it okay basically updating our rates every two years going out and doing a comprehensive rate study um to ensure that we always have equitable and cost-based rates Um, We look at everything from our existing infrastructure to future needs and growth to determine what is needed. Um, And then we make sure that our rates, like I said, are cost-based and equitable because there is state statutes that are very strict when it comes to water and wastewater rates. If you recall on solid waste, we do um, subsidize uh, collections with the landfill. We can't subsidize different classes of users with the water and wastewater uh, statutes. Come on. So this is a lot on the slide. And really what I wanted to do was um, make sure everybody understands why Heights Water District gets their rate increases when they do. Mm. Um, So in the industry, there's two approaches that we're able to use. Um, Cash approach and utility approach. 99.9% of governmentally owned uh, utilities use the cash approach. 99.9% of investor owned utilities use the utility approach. But then we have the interesting uh, dynamics of also having wholesale customers and resale customers. And typically when you do have that, you do use the utility approach. The only difference between the two is in the capital related portion. So in the cash approach, you look at debt service and your rate-funded capital and figure out your needs. In the utility approach, you look at depreciation and return on a rate base. So until an asset is in service, there's no depreciation, and there's nothing in the rate base to have any kind of return on. So when you Mm -hmm. look at the Heights Water District Agreement, you're not going to see anywhere in there that says you cannot charge us until the the asset is in service. What it says is you will use the AWWA and one manual utility approach. And that's what we do here. Okay. All right. So three things are really driving the rate increases, inflation, aging system, and infrastructure needs. Mm. I won't belabor the inflation numbers because everyone's seen it. We all know that inflation's been extremely high. It is coming down in the last year, but you can see that the inflationary numbers are still much higher than what we've seen in previous years. And you've heard a lot about (laughs) inflation on our capital projects. Equipment costs are ridiculous right now. We've had to reject some bids. Um, But I wanted to show you what we're seeing on some of our O&M, too, because we are seeing price increases across the board there, too. So some of our big ticket items are the electricity and natural gas. Um, We will receive in excess of a half a million dollar increase in those costs in FY24 for water and wastewater. The insurance, that's our property and liability insurance, that will increase uh, by 63% in water and 85% in wastewater. Good God. Meters are another item that uh, huge price increases. That is not additional meters above what we do now. That is just price increase of 153000 or 17% increase. 
and chemicals is another one. We're not using more chemicals. That's just inflation at $323,000. All right. <laughs> and Jennifer, the, the acronym uh, MCI, uh, the C must stand for construction, but what was the acronym mean? Um, Sorry, I was trying to go back, but the CCI is Construction Cost Index, MCI is Materials Cost Index, yeah. and then the CPI is the Consumer Price Index. Okay, great. Thank you. Gracias. So the other thing that we have is increasing our pipe replacement program. A couple years ago, we came to council and talked about our 180-year pipe replacement program. That's fine. Um, council took action, and we did increase our pipe replacements in both water and wastewater by 10% per year. We're planning to be better than we were right now um, because of inflation. We're still at 172 years in FY24. But if we keep this uh, same uh, spending cycle up of increasing 10% per year, we really will hit the, t the, in 10 years, about 100 years, which is where we want to be. That'd be nice. Uh, next separate item is item 1C, the agreement with Montana Rescue Mission. Okay, so yeah, that was next up was the next minute. But that's uh, your rates, your wastewater rates, your uh, water rates. They're, uh, they're going up, uh, not only because of the reservoir build, but just as she said, everything's more expensive. Yeah. And it's something worth paying for. Mm hmm You know, water's sort of important. It is rather important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's exciting. Yeah, very much. She had a very detailed uh, presentation. If you want to go back and really drill down into the uh, numbers, you know, really get wet, if you know what I mean. Hey, yeah, I do. Uh, she's a pretty goddamn knowledgeable person. Yes, very, and, very uh, thorough. Tends to leave me in the fucking dust. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> immediately. Yeah, usually. Uh, but let's go to the Montana Rescue Mission. Uh, yeah, let's do. Let's head for, over there. For about six months now, we've been trying to get them to collect data. Um. Just basic data. Anything. Yep. Anything. You know, try to help out. How many people go in there? I don't know. Three million. Do you write it down? Yeah. Well, how many? I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> so they tried to come to an agreement on this um, this particular data collection. Uh, you'll hear from Tess Besaw, I believe, in this clip. Yep. Um, and you'll hear from uh, Oksana Bayul um, as well. <laughs> I can't help it. I always say that. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm just a child of the 90s. Of course, I'm going to say Exana Bayul. Absolutely. Great figure skater, right? Absolutely. Her and Michelle Kwan. Can't, mm. can't get around them. <laughs> uh, so the agreement with the Montana Risk Commission for sheltering services data. Um, I won't spoil the vote for you. I'll just let you listen to oh, it. Oh, it's an exciting one. It's, it's a barn uh, For burner. sheltering services data. Councilman Ripsis, I was your separation. Thank you, Mayor. I'll make a motion uh, now just to get it on the table, and then we'll offer some amendments after that. So I would move that we approve the agreement with Montana Rescue Mission uh, for sheltering services data. Is there a second? Councilmember Member uh, Gulick. Okay, the uh, motion is uh, for approval of the agreement as presented. Councilmember Ripsis, you sent an email around suggesting some amendments, and you just uh, uh, referenced that, so I'll give it back to you. Thank you. Would you like me to read those into the record? Uh, however you want to do it, one way or another, they'll have to be clear. All right, very good. Clear. So, yep, I, I am moving to make uh, an amendment to item 1C, the, the contract, specifically to Exhibit A, the second uh, bullet point. Um, should read, Montana Rescue Mission will participate in the coordinated entry system okay. for the purposes of this grant. Right. CES is an important process through which people experience or experiencing or at risk of experiencing homelessness can access the crisis response system in a streamlined way, have their strengths and needs quickly assessed, and quickly connect to appropriate tailored housing and mainstream services within the community or designated region, and adding all four core elements of the Yellowstone County COC's coordinated entry program must be met in order to fully be fully compliant. U.S. Housing and Urban Development defines these core elements as access, assessment, prioritization, and referral. Okay. And then the fifth bullet point uh, should be changed to read, must demonstrate good faith participation with the Yellowstone County COC and the CES. Good faith participation includes, but is not limited to, compliance with the coordinated entry system, timely entry of necessary data into HMIS, HIMIS, 
participation in the no, annual hints. point in time count survey, <laughs> attendance at monthly or annual meetings of the Yellowstone County COC membership, yeah, monthly well. and annual, mm -hmm. sorry, uh, attendance and participation in coordinated entry and HEMIS orientations and trainings, and any other data gathering reasonably required by the Yellowstone County COC for program analysis and evaluation. Okay. And if you were reading along with my email, you'll notice I had put one extra word in there. Uh, in the last sentence, I added the word reasonably uh, to say reasonably required instead of just required. Um, I just want to kind of share my thoughts about the amendment and then about where we're at more generally. Um, I think these amendments are fine, but they don't solve our problem. The problem is we're presented with a contract in front of us tonight that does not meet council's adopted conditions for this funding. Yeah. We were very clear at our meeting six full months ago what was expected, <laughs> and the contract in front of us doesn't get us there. Yeah. Um, it, it, to me, in a huge amount of time, staff time has been consumed to get us to a point where we have a contract that didn't do what we unanimously voted that it should do. And these amendments, while they move us in the direction, they still don't get us there. And I am concerned that even with the amendments, which I will vote against reluctantly, um, we won't end up with the data that we believe we're getting for the community. Um, yeah. There is very little um, authority in this contract to audit the data before payments go out. Um, there has been six months of argument over what good faith participation is, which to me is a huge red flag that we're not starting from good faith. Yeah. Um, I brought this amendment because I believed we had an opportunity to do two important things. The amendment six months ago at the end of September to do two important things. The second there, the low barrier shelter opened serve people and has closed in the amount of time it took us to get a data argument. <laughs> data, by the way, which every other provider in the community does for free. Yep. I don't think we're there. And I nope. appreciate Councilmember Roops is trying to get us closer. It does, but it doesn't get us close enough. And so I, I will vote against this. I would urge you all to vote against it um, because I think it's important that when council says these are the conditions that we stand by our word. The public should know that we, we mean what we say and we're not there tonight. Thank you, Mayor. Mm -hmm. Council Member you'd like to um, tell us a little bit more about the data entry process and data using process. I can do that. So in terms of reporting out, once the data is entered, you can pull a report yeah. on it. Okay, real quick and easy. A couple things that will be affecting the MRM's data is the MRM has made a request of the state to lock their data down, which is, it's okay. Um, they've done this under the purview of being a HIPAA protected agency, which they do serve clients that are reimbursed through Medicaid reimbursement, I believe. And so they can lock their data down, but by locking all the data down, it does eliminate the opportunity for local agencies to see anything they've entered. That's fine. So in terms of coordinated entry yeah. and the local process and people being able to see where our clients are moving from point A to point B, a community member, another coordinator, or sorry, another user on the database will not be able to see that. Yeah. Because the data for the MRM has been requested to be locked down. In terms of the statewide data, by the MRM entering their shelter nights, they're going to do it two different ways. No. So for the low barrier shelter guests, they'll be tracking it on a night by night basis which means when the clients come in, they get a service entered that they received emergency shelter for the night. This is the way we tracked for low barrier shelter at First Church as well as off the streets years back. In terms of their intermediate stays, they'll be doing an entry and exit and nobody will be able to see who those intermediates, we won't be able to see any of this really. We'll be able to see if they entered the shelter and when they exit it, but as far as services, nobody in the community will be able to see that. What this data capture does do is for the state process of applying to HUD for future dollars through the NOFO. By counting the beds at the MRM and getting the bed counts in the shelter state nights counted and entered, that will affect our scoring process on the application to HUD which we scored really well in all areas this year as a state. However, on the shelter bed nights, we scored next to nothing because the Montana Rescue Mission is the largest shelter and is not tracking the data. <laughs> so in terms of the state, this is a great data capture, which eventually would come circle back to us. In terms of coordinated entry, we can make this work. I'm not saying we can't, 
Um, it's just going to require a lot more interactions than if we could see what they're putting in for services as well Jesus. as who's staying there. But we can make it work. Uh, the motion is the substitute motion uh, the uh, to reject the contract. So uh, if in favor of the motion, uh, Councilmember uh, Council Shaw, how do you vote? And council, like? uh, yeah, please thank. And I don't know what it is with when they go to vote, the mayor's just stepping all over himself. Yeah, I know it's to not, get it's, in the way. It's weird. It's odd, and like it's it's a reoccurring theme. Yeah, he just he, say Tony, could you just take the role, please? Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I don't know. I, I, it's okay, in my opinion, to know exactly how each member votes, uh -huh. right? That's good. Let's sure. keep track of that shit. But yeah, maybe Pro tip, just... that's called a roll call vote. Yeah. Yeah. Tony, roll call vote, please. Yeah. Okay, anyway. Yeah. So the yeah. Hey, Denise. Mm -hmm. You look? Aye. Nice. Nay. Owen? Aye. Joy? Aye. That's Denise. Mayor Cole? Uh, nay. Chiriki? Nay. Purington? I mean, Tidswell, sorry. Aye. Purington. Aye. Boyette? Nay. And Rapsis? Aye. One, two, three, four, five, okay, six, uh, the, seven. the motion uh, uh, does pass uh, uh, seven, no, uh, six. Seven to four. I didn't count. Oh, myself. Okay, thank you. you. Seven to four. <laughs> Having math problems tonight. That's okay. Thank you very much. Okay. Um, so they voted to stop the contract giving money to That's the MRM point. to collect data because they gave it to him six months ago and they didn't collect any data. And <laughs> I mean, I suppose it bears explaining all services, all service providers except the MRM in Billings use hymns, you know, for their hair loss and data collection mm -hmm. uh, system that shows uh, who has come in and what services they were given. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's kept private, but it's not necessarily a, a violation, HIPAA violation of HIPAA. Um, and it's sort of mysterious why the MRM doesn't want to use this same thing that everybody else basically in the state uses, mm -hmm. not just in billings, um, so that we know who's using what and how to help them easier. Because mm -hmm. if they walk in, say, I need to stay the night, you say, cool, have you spoken to a, I don't know, substance abuse counselor? Or have you been to this place to look for housing? Have you been put on this list? Blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. It's pretty nice. Right. And it gets you, it saves a lot of work for the service providers and it saves a lot of time for the clients and MRM refuses to participate in this. And now we can speculate all day long sure. on why they're not using that. One per, uh, a, a person might justifiably think maybe they're, not using it because they are artificially inflating their numbers to get more funding. No. And I'm not saying that's what they're doing <laughs> by any stretch of the imagination because I have zero proof that that's the case. So sure. I would never, ever insinuate that that's what's happening. But they're not doing anything to... They're not doing anybody any favors by being the way that they're being. Yeah, they're not... Because they say they're collecting data. Uh, Oksana will get up there and say, we're collecting data. I mean, numbers are just numbers, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, we have the numbers. We just don't want to give it to you because of HIPAA violations. Yep. That's the, that's their cover. Yep, that is their cover. And all the other places are like, yeah, we'll give you those numbers. That's not HIPAA violation. And um, they're certainly not doing themselves any favors in trying to look like they're doing a good, transparent service for the community, being the taxpayer-funded organization that they are. Yeah, <laughs> so the, the county has as crowned as the, the uh, with the closing of the hub and the, the cutting of funding for the crisis center and all that, which the county has de deemed to do. And I don't know. Yeah. And they're, middle, and they're in the middle of a giant remodel too down mm -hmm. on Minnesota Avenue. Um, half of, I mean, 
they're really throwing wrenches into wheels that don't need to be thrown. They certainly are. They really, really are. Um, maybe they feel they need to be thrown for whatever reason. And yeah. I don't know what those reasons are, and they won't tell you what they are. Nope. Nope. It's none of your business. Move along, sir. Yeah. So that was exciting. What's next? Yeah, just... Oh, yeah. I didn't even need to hear a word. <coughs> yeah. That, that one. <laughs> the next one was. <laughs> okay. Well, let's go to May 8th. I let's, mean, can we? Let's go to May 8th. We can go to May 8th. Uh, the two hour and 46 mi- minute meeting. Yeah, dogs up shit. Uh, let me on that one. Uh, McKinstry Ascension, Alizade Commissioning Services, uh, Billings Bench Water Association. So they've uh, come to an agreement with them. So uh, part of what's going to fill up um, the new West End Reservoir mm-hmm. is uh, getting water from the Bench Association, which just has a series of irrigation ditches that run throughout the city, which uh, are, in, are in tip-top condition. They don't leak. Um, Perfect. People don't fall in them. Nope. Um, but that's going to provide some of the water for the filling up of, of the reservoir for mm-hmm. the second water treatment plant. They approved that unanimously. Um, and also on this one, the second reading ordinance uh, amending Billing City Code Section 18-204, prohibiting weapons and firearms stack re- recommends approval. Eight to three, that was approved. There you go. Mm-hmm. Chiriki, Tidswell, and a Puritan opposed. Yeah. Tricky for saying it's making it easier for guns to come in. And then now I remember Tiswell and Puritan saying it's putting too many restrictions on people who want to bring guns everywhere. It's not making it easy enough for guns yeah. to come in. <laughs> it, really, it really seems like, you know, I don't know. Interesting. Like a two-year-old throwing a tantrum at a movie theater that they're going to see a movie that they can't get a you know, candy bar. It's like, well, you're at the movie theater. Yeah. So we're going to a movie. Yeah. You've got some popcorn, but you can't have the, the candy bar. <laughs> But I want the candy bar. You can't have the candy bar because we're going to see a movie, and if I give you candy, you're going to burn the building down. But I want it. I get it. Good God. Uh, <laughs> so that's what it feels like with with that. Yep. Uh, well, welcome, welcome to the Friday Packet with Stocking Stout, <laughs> where you get all the best metaphors and you're clear welcome. explanations. You want to know everything. what staff president was here? It was Chris Kikolsky, Kevin Ifflin, Gina Dahl, Tony Keener, uh, Jennifer DeRay, and Wife Friday were there. Okay. Uh, the minutes for April 24th were approved at that meeting. I know you've been waiting with bated breath. Oh, thank God. Get on the edge Oof. of your seats. Oh, uh, they man. did not write down the courtesies, uh, no proclamations, uh, and they read about the franchise uh, um, settlement fee again. Mm-hmm. And I believe this is a meeting where... Um, might have been that last one. Might have been on the 22nd. No, I might have been on that one where uh, Tom Zerbutin of 1429 Door Beater Lane came and talked to his lawsuit against himself and how he <laughs> won it and also lost it at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> he is very well spoken. Every time he gives yeah. comment, I mean, it's very, I mean, I don't necessarily agree with what he says, but I mean, it's always very well spoken. Yeah, it's pretty clear. Yeah. It's not tough to follow. No. I mean, it's very. Emphatic. There is He's that. He's an emphatic spe- in, you know, speaker. Impassioned for sure. orator, as mm-hmm. they would say. Yeah. And for oh. that, we congratulate him. What else? Uh, so after that meeting, um, there's a budget session. So let's go through the budget sessions. So Yeah, let's do. Uh, police, fire, legal, and municipal court. Uh, that was one night. Um the 15th was facilities, aviation, transport, public works, and solid waste rates. And I didn't write anything in after that. You guys are on the first. Downtown. Do downtown. Yep. Um, I guess basically the main thing you really need to take away from it is 75% of the general fund budget goes to police and fire. There you go. It's always been that way. It'll be that way forever. That's not even including legal fees. I mean, it's more like towards 80, 85%. Yeah, that would make sense. Out of the general fund goes to police and fire, um, but uh, let's go downtown again. Can we? The observation: I've gotten many calls. You know, we've we've closed down the, the hub closed, then Denny's closed, then Burger King, Burger King closed, <laughs> Burger King yeah. closed, and now Conoco is closed. And I get people calling. 
I don't want to go downtown anymore and drive down 27th because what do I see at the church? I see a lots of people just sitting there. It looks ugly. Uh-huh. I'm just sharing the information I'm receiving. It's not very attractive for people to drive me down 27th to see a large group of street people or whatever just sitting there doing nothing. That's just a bad... Yeah, I can't fix that. I'm just saying this is what I'm hearing. Can you pause it? Yep. So, so by street people sitting there doing nothing, is he talking about people who work for the streets department who are just not working very hard? Is that what he means? By street people doing nothing? Uh, he might have been driving by a dojo at that time, so he may have saw the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles doing their street performances. Ah, uh, that's got to be it, yeah. That's what he means um, by street people. He might have been driving by a street sweeper and just forgot to say sweeper. Yeah, that's true. Um, Guy having his lunch break while he's driving a sweet street yep. sweeper, doing I nothing. Mean, there could have been a block party going on. Somebody, yep. mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Yep. There could have been a block party, you know, people dancing. But My dad built a house for uh, some people with the last name Street. Sure. Maybe he's talking about... Uh, those folks, those nice folks. I mean, from technically, Georgia. if he was in a car, he was driving on a street. He was a street person himself. Sure. Yeah, rather than a sidewalk person or a building person. Or an interstate person or yeah. you know, highway person. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, yeah. just checking. Okay. Yeah. Glad we cleared that up. Yep, so he's you know stating facts, which is the only fact he really stated was the Burger King closing down, the U.S. Bank, which has been closed for two years now, uh, the Conoco that's closed down hub that's closed down and the Denny's at Burntown and closed. Do you know why the Conoco was closed down? Because uh, the people who own it, that whole section are just losing copious amounts of money or someone died in the family and they're just getting rid of assets. I don't know. The uh, the piece of land that it sits on mm-hmm. was purchased by Billings Clinic Oh, and they gave the owner of the business, I think, two weeks to close his business. That's nice of him. It was a very successful uh, business that he had going on there. And it was by far the nicest uh, gas station downtown. Sure. The fellow who ran it, name is Moon, very nice guy, worked his ass off, uh, kept it tidy, uh, kept unwanted behavior at street bay. People? Well, yeah, sometimes <laughs> people come in there from the street. Oh, boy. <laughs> But um, but I thought they weren't doing anything. Yeah, no, he he was doing great, and they're okay. like, "Hey, your business it's closed now. Look at me, I'm the captain now. You don't have this business anymore." And he's like, "Well, fuck, that sucks." Okay, and so what are they doing with it? Probably surface parking. Cool, you know, like you'd want to do with one of the busiest intersections in Billings. Yeah, hence Montana. Maybe they're just starved for cash. Don't they like pause some pensions and yeah. Stop hiring people. But at least they closed down a successful private business. Thanks. Yep, that's good. And then, you know, Burger King, our illustrious former representative, Dennis Reberg, Uh owned that. Yep. And the Popeyes. Yep. And the other Burger King. Yep. And he wanted a zero effort passive income, so he just hired high school kids to run those businesses and had absolutely no involvement with them. And surprise, surprise... They didn't work. What? It's the weirdest thing. Oh. He just I think he to... had some sort of manager, you know, like almost like property manager, basically. Not really. I mean, he just franchised my... those out, didn't he? From what I understand. Yeah, no, he, he franchised them out, but he had like zero personal involvement. He just wanted them to be a cash cow. Hmm. And they, they went worked through... for a little while. Yeah. They went through employees like crazy. And I don't know. I don't think he put in the effort that was required because it's not like... It's not like Popeye's Chicken and Burger King are super obscure, weird, shitty restaurants that absolutely nobody likes. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's a fucking pretty famous product that he can't sell. <laughs> so I don't know, man. What, what happened to your last job? What, what happened? Well, I couldn't sell a Whopper. <laughs> I was having a hard time selling fast food mm. in the middle of a downtown. I can imagine probably a little bit difficult nowadays. Uh, well, the model trying to keep up with what's going on. Yeah. Especially if your your margins margins are so tight, I yeah. guess. Yeah. I don't know if they're so tight, but yeah, it doesn't seem it seems kind of weird that a Burger King and two Popeyes Popeyes was shut down. Yeah, two Burger Kings too. The one on Grand also. Is that still Burger King? No, it's he shut that one down too. Now it's like a coffee. They're oh. retrofitting it for a coffee joint. Gotcha. More stimulants. 
yeah, some sort of like black rifle esque manly coffee joint. Yeah, everything's painted black, that's and where men drink coffee. Skulls and shit all over it. You I know? like it. Skulls the uh, unicorn for dudes, <laughs> as Kyle Kinane says. Damn right it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's twenty second. Oh God, was the twenty second? Yeah, the twenty second was a uh, six hour and twenty seven minute meeting. That's more like it. Well, on the twenty second, they extended the Energy and Conservation Commission to December thirty first, twenty twenty five. Cool. That was nice. That's good. Um. Okay. On the twenty second, we got the third and final reading ordinance of twenty three dash five eight two eight. Amending the Billings, Montana City Code, Section 18-204, prohibiting weapons of firearms. Uh-huh. Again. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Eight to three approved. Chiriki, Titsville, and Parenton approved. You betcha. I don't know if I... It's not basically the same thing. Why did they read it so many times? <laughs> right there in the just... Constitution, dude, right? It's Bill so damn fun. Or America and stuff. Yeah. Any gun laws are an infringement. On the constitutional yeah. something something whatever. Sure. <laughs> We're all just collateral damage. Yep. Uh, what else? Declaring surplus property and authorizing the sale of three hundred gallon waste containers to the city of Powell. That's what I marked. There you go. Okay. Where your three hundred gallon big, or as my dad used to call it, the big blackie. <laughs> okay. A little culturally insensitive, probably, but yeah. It was never take the trash out at my house. It was, why don't you go out there to Big Blackie take the trash out? <laughs> That's odd. It really was. I have now, a, when you think about it in hindsight. Yeah. We have a black four-wheeler at work that we used to call Blackie. And I'm like, call it the Kawasaki, Joe. Let's just, <laughs> let's let's adapt and overcome here, <laughs> adapt buddy. Adapt and overcome. <laughs> so, congratulations, the city of Upton, Wyoming, and the city of Powell. You get some 300-gallon... Used trash cans. Oh, man. Lucky you. Uh, Pre-stunk up and ready mm. to use. Mm. 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 How's your 90-gallon uh, holding together? Uh, it's great. I, it only goes out to the, the alley like once every month and a half, two months. Yeah, I kind of... I mean, we I'm compost a... and we just pull it towards the house and it's it's amazing. Works well for us. Yeah, me too. I'm a fan. Mm. I, you know, I, I don't have as much room for like a... Branch blew down two nights ago, and you just get a free green barrel. Yeah, that's all I need to do. Yeah, shit like that. And but now my neighbor can't absolutely fill the three hundred gallon up with leaves out of her yard every three and a half days. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty nice. It really is nice. Yeah, I think I have no problem with them. Honestly, I think they're nice. Yep. And they're they're still exploring the the pay as you throw stuff mm-hmm. uh, with trash. I, I suggest go back to the the, the fees. The you know that uh, Jennifer A uh, puts on, they're very informative on what you actually do if you are a property owner. Yeah, what you do pay, uh, why does it cost what it does? It's very very interesting. I just looked up my sewer and uh, and trash bill and I've forgotten what it was, but it's absolutely reasonable. Excuse me. Let's see. Um, the reason, I guess, basically this lasts so long, I did not watch the whole thing, but zoning was brought up, um, a couple zone changes, which have been more and more contentious. Yeah. Um, and time consuming, but I really didn't pay attention as well as I probably should have. Well. And then this is the meeting that, uh, Dennis Olsfad. 2245 uh, Broken Arrow Way showed up <laughs> to give his diatribe. You're just going to use Christopher, or uh, Christian No, just Slater. the way he says it when he, uh, every time he comes up, I got to make up a new thing. I like it. Makes just, the wife laugh. Just use Christian Slater movies. So I got to do it every time. It's like from now Dennis on. Olvis Fad, 1422, go to hell, Lane. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Can't help myself. Uh, but the the franchise fee litigation settlement agreement uh, was approved eleven to zero. Uh, they adjourned four minutes before midnight. Uh, I don't know why they just didn't sit there for four minutes, so they could get into Tuesday, but they didn't. Well, <laughs> oh, there you go. Twelve dollars and forty five uh, cents a month. Um, 
per month for trash pickup. Yeah. Two dollars and eighty seven a week trash pickup. Yeah. It's a pretty damn good deal. Pretty not bad to have somebody come to your house and take your garbage. Yeah. Uh it's kind of an abbreviated show. We should probably have more, but uh it's my busy season. I've been trying to pay attention, but when you have a job out of town that sort of eats up all your time. Yeah. And you get home at like six, six thirty. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough to pay attention, but I try to pay attention as much as I could. Uh, the city's still standing. If you're looking for a new city hall, if you're in the market for a city hall, that's, that's for true. sale. Yeah. Uh, that downtown location, still water, still moving forward. Portland Lou's going in. Portland Lou's going in in June this month. Theoretically. Actually, theoretically going in, so that'll be yeah. nice. Or at least construction will begin. Ooh. You know. The hole will be dug. Mm-hmm. Got to take out some concrete, don't you? Yeah. And put some different ones in. Uh, got it in the proper location, though, and that's good. Nice. On 2nd Avenue right mm-hmm. there. Uh, and I think I'll be meeting with the contractor early this week. Ooh. And we're going to go out to the water department and have a look at that old girl that's been sitting out there for a year waiting Shrink to be. wrapped Yeah. You want to join no, us? I see it every time I, we go walk the dog down there. Yeah. It's, a, it's kind of an underrated park if you've never been down there. It's fucking beautiful it's down there. amazing down there. Yeah. Just go down to the, the Belt Nap uh, water treatment plant, drive like, don't go through the gate, you just park there, but there's just a beautiful, massive park. Yeah. Best you, river access, too. I mean, if you're yeah. looking to fish, too, you can. Best view in Billings, in my opinion. That, that south, yeah, you get the, south rims are fucking amazing right there. It's a very nice spot if you're looking for a new park to go to. Mm-hmm. A lot of ticks, I can tell you that. Yeah, well, yeah, a lot of ticks everywhere this year. It's kind of nutty yeah. how many ticks there are. Mm-hmm. You know. Just trying to gel my memory. Yeah. Construction everywhere. I-90 is completely ripped up in both ways. Sixth Avenue underpass is a nightmare. Bet your dick. You know, just a lot of things going on. <laughs> Sounds like... Sounds like Doug's trying to find a good spot to shit. Probably. That's going well. It's one of his favorite things to do when he comes down to the shop. Just poop on people's stuff? No, he, he likes to poop out in the, the concrete, at least, which yeah. is nice. Other than, don't tell AJ, but right behind <laughs> AJ's chair. That's <laughs> his That's his now. He'll so, never find out. No. That's fine. I mean, how could he find out? He can't. He can't. He really can't. I mean, genuinely cannot. most of his time is taken up with buying records, so. Yeah. Fucking He's got no time, no time for podcasts. Yeah, <laughs> not at all. Uh, you looking for a comedian to come to? Dave Stone's coming out at the end of the month. Yeah, that'd be go good to see. I'm gonna have to leave alive after five early that night. All right. Adam said he'd pick up the slack for me and James, so we could, so we could go attend that. Nice. And uh, apparently, uh, he's got an opener, so hmm? it starts at eight, but. Dave probably won't go on till 8.30 or so. I mean, who doesn't like openers? I love openers. I do, too. <laughs> Can openers. <laughs> you name it, you know? Yeah. Uh, Billings International Air Show is coming. Yeah. I was trying to figure out if they're just going to do, like, a riot seating off to the side of the grandstands. Doesn't look like they're doing that. Oh, that'd be fun. Like cool. old, the old school days when yeah. my parents used to take us up there with just two coolers full of... <laughs> Mostly Molson Ice and Stroh's, I'm guessing. <laughs> Just sit underneath a, an umbrella and watch planes and stuff fly around. Yeah. But it's going to be cool. I'm really excited for it. Yeah. All the VIP stuff is sold out. They've got special uh, booths and box seating. Box kind seating. Of yeah. yeah. And there's VIP stuff. I'm hoping you can just tour around like they'll have them, you know, you can just go and look at the planes like the yeah. the Warthog and... The F-16s and all that sort of stuff. It's supposed to be an F-35 there. There's a rumor of that. That'd be cool. Yeah. But that's an exciting thing coming up in August, I believe. Late yeah. August. Yep. String Cheese Incident's going to be at the Metro for Blues Fest this year. Classic blues band, the String mm. Cheese Incident. Yep. <laughs> but that'd be fun. I yeah. like him. Joel hates him. That'd be funny. <laughs> See if I can get him to go to it with me. See how cranky I can make him. <laughs> He loves a jam band. God, I hate jam bands. <laughs> that's, that's Kyle Kinane's best joke, I thought. I agree. It's just a band full of stepdads. Can't figure out how to end a song. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> hey, hey, Jimmy, let's get the fuck out of here. I got a, <laughs> I got a sitter I'm paying for. Questions, comments, concerns? Gmail, 
thefridaypacket yep. at gmail.com. You want to do that, go and do that. Uh, Patreon member, if you also want to do that, patreon.com forward slash thefridaypacket. Come to Robocop level member for a dollar. Write us As an well. email about guns. Yeah, if you and win a bag of trail mix. Mm-hmm. Explain to us what the hell is going yeah. on. Yeah, how many bandoleros can I wear to city council? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, as many as you want, as long as they're on the outside of your clothing. Can I legally shoot a mortar round inside city offices? I think so. Yeah. I mean, at this point, I mean, yeah. Rock. Can I fly a predator drone at Amen Park during city council? During city council, can I just is that allow? Hover one over the over City Hall. <laughs> when can I take a shark with a laser beam attached to his head to Lake Elmo? <laughs> All the time. Sounds good. It's good yeah. to know. <laughs> <laughs>